When was the last time you took a vacation and didn't work on your business the entire time? When was the last time you took a significant amount of time off? Stepped away from social media for more than a day or two? If you're like most of us work-loving entrepreneurs, you probably just cringed away from even thinking about the answers to those questions. And I get it. It's scary to step fully away from your business. It depends on you, right? It's your baby. If you aren't there, how will it keep growing? Last week, I went on vacation. And for the first time since starting my business, I went on vacation and I didn't work. Not once. I didn't even bring my business stuff. I couldn't believe how light and empty my backpack was on the plane. I spent 10 days away from work. And today... I'm sharing exactly what went down during those 10 days. You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 65, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey friend, sorry to interrupt your listening, but I've got something really exciting to tell you and I know that you're going to want to hear about this. So I've done something a little crazy and I've opened up the first lesson inside of Club Content Batching to the public for free. That's right. You can get a look inside of the Club Content Batching membership hub and take the very first lesson inside completely free. All you have to do is head over to amandawarfield.com forward slash basics to get your login details. The first lesson covers the basic premises of content marketing that I want all of my students to know before they begin bashing. You'll reframe how you think about content marketing. You'll learn exactly how long you should be spending on creating content. And you'll uncover the two most important things that all of your content needs in order to grow your business. So if you've been curious about what the inside of club content batching looks like and you want to take that first lesson all about the basic premises of content marketing, be sure to head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash basics to get inside completely free today. Again, that's amandawarfield.com forward slash basics. Now let's head on back to your episode. Real confession here. I often struggle with finding my worth inside of how well my business is doing. Realistically, logically, I know 
100% that that's not where my worth comes from. But in the day-to-day, I do often struggle with having to continuously pull myself out of that mindset of things aren't going the way I'd hoped, I'm not moving as fast as I would like to, things aren't growing as much as I would like to, whatever the case may be, I can really pull myself down. And the reason I'm sharing this is because it's very relevant to the fact that I have a hard time shutting my brain off about my business. And when I was teaching preschool, it was a lot easier for me at the end of the day, at the end of the week, turn off that part of my brain and not think about work for the rest of the night, the rest of the weekend. There were always some situations where I would ruminate on them over the weekend or whatever. Sometimes there were students that, you know, I was thinking about how to help in certain ways and things like that. But for the most part, I could shut my brain off because I did not find my worth in teaching. I knew I was good at it, but I didn't find my worth in it. But with my business, and I'm assuming you feel the same way because I know a lot of business owners do, when it's all up to us, especially if you pay others, like I pay a podcast editor every single month, I have to provide that income that I've promised for her. So when you have people that you're outsourcing to, if you have employees, even if it's just you feel responsible for your yourself and putting money back into your family's bank accounts, That responsibility, I think, makes it so hard for business owners, I know for me, to shut my brain off. I'm constantly thinking of new things. I've constantly got new ideas. And honestly, I really don't mind it. I love thinking about work. I love talking about work. I love it. I That's why I have a business-related podcast, right? Because I love talking about this stuff. But I do have a hard time shutting my brain off. In the past, when I've gone on vacation, that's been a struggle. Now, I've shared in a few webinars about the time where Russell and I flew across the country to go on vacation with my family. We were living in Washington. My family's here in South Carolina. They were going to the beach for the week and they invited us. So we flew across the country to go to the beach with my family. Obviously, we're not seeing family more than once or twice a year at this point and definitely are not getting the beautiful weather that you get here in South Carolina out in Washington. I flew all of my work stuff my laptop, my binders, my planners, everything I needed for a week of work, I flew all of that out to South Carolina so that I could work while on vacation with my family. And I even set up, we had a walk-in closet in our bedroom at the beach house, and I set up this closet to become a mini office for the week because I felt like I needed to get work done because I can't shut my brain off. That's how most vacations have gone since I started my business. Before starting my business, I didn't take work with me, but since starting my business, I've taken work with me on vacation. Even if it was just a weekend getaway, we went up to the mountains last February, I think. The time doesn't matter. We went up to the mountains. Russell had some schoolwork that he had to bring with him, so I was like, well, I'll just bring my laptop just in case I have some downtime. I didn't even have a plan for what I was going to work on. I just brought my laptop just in case. We just got back this past weekend as I'm recording this from a week in Jamaica. I took 10 full days off of work. I took 10 full days off and I did not bring a single work-related thing with me to Jamaica. We were gone Friday to Friday. I took the Thursday before off and I did not work Saturday or Sunday when we got back. So I took 10 full days off in the business. I was very, very nervous leading up to this trip. Not so much about 
leaving my work behind, I felt really confident that I had tied up all the loose ends that I needed to, and that I was going to be showing up on social media because I batched my content. But I was worried that people would notice I wasn't on stories. I was worried that I would come back to a bunch of DMs where people are like, hey, you've been really quiet. Is everything okay? I was also worried about whether or not I'd be able to shut my brain off. Uh, Like I said, I really struggled with that. And that was something that I worried, even if I'm not working, will I constantly be thinking about work? Will I constantly be worried about work? I wasn't worried about the business running itself for the week because I had all the loose ends tied. I had my content batched for the entire month of May already. I also had made sure to communicate with all of my clients like, hey, I'm going to be gone from this date to this date. If you need me, shoot me a Voxer message, shoot me an email. I'll get back to you as soon as I'm back. All of my clients knew what to expect. All of my content was going out to show up for my audience. All of my stuff was running on the back end. So I wasn't worried about that. But I was worried about stories, and I was worried about being able to shut my brain off. Then we went on vacation, and I didn't think about work at all. I, from Thursday to, I believe it was Tuesday, I didn't even think like not a single thought about work and if you had told me that was going to happen I would have said you would be lying and then it occurred to me on Tuesday that I forgot to tell two of my clients that I was going to be on vacation so then I checked my email once a day every other day for the rest of the trip just to make sure that I wasn't getting an email from those specific clients because I didn't want to leave them hanging but it wasn't even till Tuesday until I realized ooh, I forgot to tell those two so It actually was amazing. It was so nice to be able to just relax and shut my brain off and not think about work and just get to read some books and hang out with friends and enjoy the sun and try to convince Russell to put on more sunscreen so that he didn't get sunburned. Not convince him, but remind him that he needed more sunscreen because he burned so easily. It was amazing. And again, the only reason I even checked those emails was because I did realize, uh uh-oh, I forgot about those two new clients. So I made sure to check in to say, hey... Did they send me anything? I wasn't going through emails. I wasn't responding to emails. I was just doing a quick browse to see if there was any kind of emergency there. And that was it. We came home and I want to share a little bit about what happened in the business while I was gone. Because you might be thinking, okay, that sounds great. I'm glad you were able to shut your brain off, but my business isn't going to be able to run without me. I can't just batch my content and leave. I can't just say, hey, I'm not going to be here every week. My business, I can't do it. Maybe you're worried about it stagnating. Maybe you're worried about what will happen if you're not there to respond to comments immediately and respond to DMs immediately. Let me tell you, while we were gone, I had 442 episode downloads for this podcast. There were responses in my inbox from that week's newsletter. So people had gotten that week's newsletter that I had batched ahead of time and responded to it. So they were engaging that way. I had so many Instagram notifications that I couldn't even see them all. I couldn't scroll back far enough to see all the notifications. So, hey, if you tag me in something in a comment, I probably didn't see it. Retag me. I also gained 53 new followers and I wasn't even active. Not once while we were out of the house in Jamaica did I even open up Instagram or Facebook. 53 new followers. There were a ton of comments on my posts, there were DMs in my inbox, but there was not a single one in my inbox asking me where I was. Let that sink in. I was so worried that people were going to notice that I wasn't on stories and that they were going to think negatively about it or just wonder where I was. 
Not a single person sent me a message into my inbox asking where I was. So all of that growth, I had podcast growth, I had engagement on my newsletter, I had tons of Instagram growth, but no one even noticed that I was gone. Or if they did notice, it wasn't even a conscious thought or anything like that. Not enough for someone to say, hey, you've been quiet. So I was gone. I wasn't worried about work. I wasn't thinking about anything to do with this. And my business was still growing because I batch my content ahead of time. Now you might be like, okay, great. What is the point of this episode? I've got three takeaways for you. One, I want you to know that if you struggle to take time off or if you struggle with finding your worth in your business, you are not alone in that. I know that I do it. I assume most business owners have very, very similar struggles. The second takeaway is that regardless, you should take time off. If you want to hear more about taking time off without stress and guilt and how I prepare to take time off and plan for time off, go check out episode 34. You should take time off, even if it's just a staycation or even if you're doing house projects instead of working. You should take time off of your business. It's very healthy, I promise. And then takeaway number three, batching makes it possible for you to show up for your audience without you sitting at your computer or sitting on your phone or actively showing up. You can schedule it out so that you're still showing up while able to take a step back. And your action step for this week is to make a plan for stepping away. Even if it is just a staycation at home, I can tell you all day long that this works and you might hear this and say, oh, okay, that sounds interesting, but you're not going to really believe that it works unless you prove it to yourself. So make a plan for stepping away and prove to yourself that your business can keep running and growing even when you step away. This week's book recommendation is A Hundred Summers by Beatrice Williams. Now, I know a few episodes back, I don't remember exactly which episode, but I know I shared that I was on a major kick in reading a ton of her books. This one, I highly recommend if you're into historical fiction. This one's set in 1938, and these characters in this story, I've seen them pop up in minor ways throughout a lot of her books, and it's really, really fun. So I would recommend this being one of the first ones you start with if you're going to read her books, because then you'll see them as you're reading later books. You'll see them pop up and go, oh yeah, there's that character again. They're all interwoven into her stories, and I just think it's so cool when people do that. I love little Easter eggs like that. So wanted to recommend this one. I'm not going to sit here and put her books into a recommendation for every single episode, but I did want to do this one too. Blanket recommendation. Most of what I've read of hers is phenomenal. Some of them have been just okay, but most of them are phenomenal, but I'd recommend starting with this one. All right, and until next time, I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.